From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Biz Unplug Roundtable Discussion for the week of March 29th, 2011 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kathy Warling, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Max the Intern, Scott Smith, and Teresa Eccles back in the peanut gallery, along with our good friend, Matt Dobrovolsky, Dobrovolsky, trying to get it out, Matt, Matty D. <laughs> That's his rap name. Um, That's what my friends call me. So. Maddie D, really? Yeah. Um, this uh, this episode, we're going to be doing our Facebook to Facebook segment. Uh, we haven't done that in a while, have we? Not since I think I hosted, which was a while. Uh, February. Something. Okay, so in the end of February, and uh, some of us posted on our Facebook pages mm-hmm. to people ask questions of the team. And uh, we're just going to take some at random. And if we use your your Facebook post, you will get your choice of a disunplugged T-shirt or a pin and lanyard. And you will be entered in the drawing for a shot at the Prismatron at the end of the month. Or whenever we do it. We got to do it. <laughs> Next week, we got to do it. So, all right. Uh, Let's start. Uh, Roxanne Antle. We stayed at Royal Pacific Resort two weeks ago and got up early to take advantage of early entry at Harry Potter. Arrived at 820 and they were letting non-resort guests in. They said it was because of the crowds waiting to get into the park. What is this all about? Is this normal for Universal to be like this? Okay, using the words normal and universal (laughs) in the same sentence. Uh is your first mistake. Um, they change their policies like the re- most of us change our underwear. And I say most because Max is still wearing the same underwear he was wearing on New Year's Eve. Um, <laughs> How do you know? I can, you can't smell them. <laughs> you can't smell them. Um, so I, I know that uh, they have been doing a lot of different things. I will give them this. They are doing a lot of different things to try and mitigate the crowds and the impact it has on people, and I have to give them credit for that. Uh, it's better than what they were doing for the first four months that Wizarding World was open, which was nothing. Um, and, but you're right. Resort guests need to get in first. There's no, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the perks of staying on site. Especially when you cannot use your express pass, your room key express pass, to do anything at, at Wizarding World of Harry Potter. The only thing you have really going for you is that early entry. So <clears throat> to hear that they they did that, I would be upset as well. But that's my take. How does she know? Hmm? How do you know that they let day guests in? Because she's saying she was there. And they went to the parks at 820, and they were already letting... Oh, because she was a day guest, and they let her in. No, she was a resort guest, Mm -hmm. and she went to get in early, and they were already letting non-resort guests in. Oh. Focus. Oh, I didn't know if she, like, asked them all personally, are you staying at a resort? 
Oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I mean, who else has one? This comes from Teresa's page from Jillian Smith. What was your most embarrassing moment at a Disney park? I don't think I ever had one. I know. I do you know of one for me? I don't know. See, mine all came when I was working at Blizzard Beach. The first one was when I actually had to fish out an AFR <gasps> out of the wave pool. And you want to tell people what an AFR is, please? It's an accidental fecal release. <laughs> <laughs> That's code for poo. What in if the it pool. wasn't what if it wasn't accidental? <laughs> yeah, Intentional. That, it was pretty embarrassing. An IFR. Yeah. Yeah, an IFR. <laughs> you have this whole wave pool of people looking at this brown trout floating, and I had to go in there and fish it out with my hands. Oh, sorry. Oh. I had gloves on, but that's. <laughs> they, they, don't, they don't give you AFR nets. They don't give you a skimmer. <laughs> a skimmer. <laughs> they give you gloves and a bag. Do they really? They don't yep. give you at least a skimmer? <laughs> no. Okay, was it. That's sad. <laughs> Can I ask about it? Or Ouch. Was it loose? Was it. <laughs> oh, my God. Teresa. <laughs> I've got one. I couldn't find my car one time in the park. That was kind of embarrassing. I couldn't remember where I parked. So, what'd you do? Well, I wandered up and down the aisles. I knew the general location. And it was, I was by myself. It was the middle of the day. And I wandered around for quite some time before I realized I had driven the truck and not the car. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. I was I, say. I've told this story before. Back before I worked for Dreams Unlimited Travel, I worked for a timeshare company here in Orlando, and I decided to play hooky. And I went to the Magic Kingdom. And as you're walking down Main Street, if you go to the right at the break, there used to be payphones back in there. There still might be payphones back in there. And I called my boss and told him I wasn't feeling well. I had used those payphones because I knew they would be quiet. And just as I was explaining that I didn't think I was going to be able to come in today because I was so sick, a marching band came out of the, <laughs> <laughs> the door behind me. I called my kids in sick once when we were on the tram coming into Magic Kingdom just as they started the spiel. And I'm like, oh, Danny's sick. and He won't be able to come in. And she let me go all the way through. And then she went, oh, enjoy your Disney vacation. So... Oh, yeah. Yeah, when we went on the dream in January, I wrote a sick note for Stella to get back in school when we got back. But then she had it on Disney Dream Stationery. No, but she had on her she had her new T-shirt that Uncle Pete had bought her on the boat. Inaugural cruise and it had the dates on it. She said she didn't tell anybody, but I forgot she wore this shirt to school. So. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody. I just had it emblazoned across my chest. There was a time when I went uh, to Universal with Bob, and we, were, we were, went to both parks, and his cart died at the far end of Universal, and we had to push it. Oh, I remember that. All the way from the park, through City Walk, through the parking garage. But he had to ride it because he had to steer it. So I'm pushing Bob <laughs> through the park on his dead ECV. We went, the time you took a, you asked us to go do the backstage magic tour, I didn't think I was going to, I had not, didn't know that it was not as much walking as the Keys to the Kingdom tour, and I have a knee problem. So Bob said, oh, don't worry, I'll bring you an ECV, I have an extra one. And I thought, all right. So they br- we brought it with us, and we put them on the bus, and we were going to use them. Well, come to find out, we didn't need them. Well, the problem was, the hand, the, you know the, the steering column? Bob gave me the one that didn't, was broken. And it didn't lock. So when you, you stopped it, like you went flying forward over the handlebars. <laughs> and the first time I did it, 
he says to me, oh, yeah, be careful. That's broken. <laughs> and all these people are standing around looking at me like as I picked myself up off the sidewalk. And I said, Get your own damn ECV back to your car. I mean, I wasn't embarrassed. But after I knew a listener saw me when Corey took me to the men's bathroom when I was pregnant. Oh, yeah. This was at uh, a food and wine America festival. Pavilion. And the women's bathroom tends, tends to back up real, you know, real quick. And so I kind of snuck Julie in the men's. I'm like, close your eyes. I'm going to guide you through. And sure enough, I receive uh, a message on it, my Facebook page yeah. like the next week. We you know, saw you. Were you there at the park? Did you sneak Julie into the men's bathroom? <laughs> oh, we went to Candlelight Processional. I've told this story before, too. And that cast member, there were three of us wanted to sit with my mom in the handicapped seating. Well, you can only sit two people in handicapped seating with the person in the wheelchair. So we kept trying to explain to her, well, it was new. It was Christmas Eve, and John didn't want to sit by himself. So we kind of did. <laughs> Secretly <laughs> did. We don't have to sit in handicap seating. We'll sit further back. And I was trying to explain this to her, and she was having none of it. And she just kept telling me to sit down, sit down, sit down. And he could sit back there, and I kept trying to explain to her, we'll all sit back there. Give this seat to somebody else. Well, I kind of lost it with the cast member on Christmas Eve, and I was screaming at her that she wasn't listening. And... Lori and Rick were sitting right in front of me, and I didn't know them at the time. And they turned around and they said, Are you Kevin from the podcast? <laughs> Mine didn't happen to me, but I was there. So I was embarrassed by proximity. Um, my brother and his family and my dad were all here on vacation. <laughs> and my dad's, <laughs> Kevin, how's the story? And my dad's getting older and can't walk as far and has some mobility issues. So we decided we were going to put him in a wheelchair. And my brother Mark is, you know, Mr. Macho, and he's going to push my dad all around the park, and he's going to take care of it. Well, he's pushing my father around the park, and he's sweating and puffing, and he can't breathe. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? This is really hard. Dad, you're really fat. He's yelling at him. At the end of the day, we go to the monorail, and my brother's pushing my father up the hill. And you can literally see, like, shreds of rubber come off the tires. I'm like, Dad, did you have the brakes on the entire time? He had the brakes on the wheelchair the whole day. My brother pushed him You should have seen him trying to push him up the hill to the monorail. (laughs) Jesus Christ. With the wheel locked. (laughs) My brother had a meltdown. It was great. All right, we we have one Scott can answer. Uh, Somebody pass the mic to Scott. Um, Did anyone get the iPad 2? Yes. And if so, how do you think it compares to the first generation iPad? And when are you going to start a video podcast of the show? Oh, boy. Well, we'll start with the iPad question first. Yeah, I got it. I actually ordered it the first day you could order them. Um, and FedEx took their sweet time. So I went ahead and searched Target databases daily and finally found one at Millennia and uh, went and picked it up. And I love it. I think it's awesome. I only, so what happened to the one from FedEx? Uh, it's currently on eBay, but it doesn't look like it's going to sell. <laughs> so, oh, good God. Sell it, it to me. Okay. What the hell? It's, it's a 32 Dude, gig. I don't care. Okay. Is it 3G? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Is it yeah. Verizon or AT&T? AT&T. Okay, good. Yeah. Back up to the Target database. Yeah. There was, a, uh, there was a forum or a thread on the MacRumors forums where people put in... I mean, it was a link. You just click the link and put your zip code in, and it tells you within... I bought you a MacBook Pro two weeks ago, and it doesn't even tell me he has an extra iPad. Too. I figured oh, you would have... okay. Oh, okay. Man. All right. I figured oh, you would have been on top of it. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. What do you think I have staff for? Okay. <laughs> I'm in trouble. To buy iPads. All right. Ah, crap. <laughs> this gets written down. 
Anyway. His book of grievances. Oh, my book man. of grievances. Thank he you, Andrew. He has one just like John. <laughs> Andrew Abdulli. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm mispronouncing your name, Andrew. Abdullahi? Abdullahi. There you maybe. go. Um, Thank you for asking this question, Andrew, because now I, I, I know more about Scott. <laughs> I know, I'm so, I know so more sorry. about Scott. I'm so sorry. When am I going to start a video podcast? When you come down here and do it. That's when I'm going to start a video podcast. Um, it's tough enough to get the audio one out. Um, the production requirements right now for us. Um, I'm not saying it's never going to happen. It's something I really do want to do. But it just hasn't... In, easy efficient way to do it hasn't presented itself at this point if there's suggestions or ideas out there for a way that we can do it without adding an enormous amount of work overhead uh for us uh, i'm 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 open to ideas it means we have to get dressed to come to the podcast mm-hmm. also we want to make sure it's not something that's going to hinder the show if we're sitting in front of us with equipment that's going to you know, limit our ability to see each other or, or interact with each other. I think it would affect the show. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I think know. it's all going to it's going to make all of us very self conscious. Mm-hmm. I think it would be like it was when we started this show. The first couple of episodes would be like that, and then we get used to it. I, yeah, I don't want to have to come dressed up every time I. Have we to don't have to. We don't yeah. have to. We dress the way we normally do. You that know? beekeeper's costume is going to get hot <laughs> in the summer. Max, edit the nose picking. <laughs> Mandy Allen wants to know what my favorite flavor, my favorite K cup flavor, because I got the carrot cupcake, K cup, K cup for oh. the carrot coffee maker, because I have a carrot coffee maker now, because I don't have enough. I didn't know what that coffee. stood for. Carrot cupcakes. Mm-hmm. What was um, her name? K cup. Uh, Mandy Lindsay. Okay. Allen. Mandy Lindsay Allen. So you have a K- uh, Keurig also? Now? Yes. Yes. A complete coffee bar. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's got a problem? Shut up. <laughs> Would you rather it be wine? <laughs> um, that's what I say to Walter when he gives me crap about anything I buy. I could go out and buy liquor. Um, Those are my options. Gonna ride that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's going to beat that horse, huh? <laughs> pretty much. Can I um, use that? Buy liquor and anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, favorite, my favorite K-Cup right now is uh, Donut House Coffee. It's mine. Um, um, the chocolate donut. No, not the, no not the flavored ones. I've tried it. You know, cinnamon bun and Those are too sweet. glazed chocolate. They're yeah. all right. Whatever. I like just the, 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 the straight on uh, donut house. I also like the Kona blend. Try Timothy's Italian blend. Oh, that is awesome. I love is, it, is it a dark roast? No. Okay. Timothy's. It's actually Timothy's Italian melange. Do you still use Coffee Mate creamer? Mm-hmm. It works really well with the Coffee Mate Creamer. It is a little bit richer roast, but if you use something a little heavier in it, it offsets it. It's my favorite. It's his favorite with the Coffee Mate. And, you know, I, I love the Carrig for regular coffee, and I love the Tassimo for my lattes and cappuccinos and chai lattes and things like that. Too. I like the Carrig, too, for things like tea. If you just want to get a cup of hot water, it's really fast. And yeah. It comes mm-hmm. out great. Usually every weekend, that's my question on Facebook, is what K-Cup is everybody enjoying? And every week, there's some new ones, and it's like, you know, I can go broke going out and buying K-Cups. Because then you get the limited edition ones that are only good certain times of the year. 
Mm-hmm. So Timothy's had an Italian an Italian raspberry blend mm. that I loved, but it, it it might be back this summer. I don't know. It's interesting. You can get them like staples now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was one of the reasons I went to Carrig because they are a lot it easier to get. get. Or you can buy them online. They're really good deals online. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the Green Mountain website? They have yeah. They have a program. I bought. You, yeah, you set up like recurring. Yep, got it. Mm-hmm. Doing it. I'm on yep. the six week plan. I did eight. I did eight just because I. I don't care for the Green Mountain coffee though. I do. Some of their coffees I like. They're, they sell uh, other ones too. They have their Fair Trade Select is good. But isn't Green Mountain the parent company of Carrig? I don't know. I don't know. There's a relationship there. I'm, I, and I'll tell you how. I wonder how many people are so thrilled they tuned into a Disney show to talk about coffee. <laughs> really? It's well, Facebook, Facebook to Facebook. Facebook isn't always about Disney. Ish. I have one stuff. back here. If I can yeah, read go, it. go, go. Ahead, say. Christine Asworthy, what is your favorite thing about each of the other members of the podcast team? <laughs> or what is the most surprising thing that the podcast audience doesn't know about you? Mm. John? <laughs> I can't think of anything. You don't. So basically, you just don't like any of us. Hmm? No, I'm going for that second question first. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Stop looking at me. Go do your own thing. I'll tell you what I like. I won't tell you what I like about everybody because that would take too much time. But certain people, John. I like John because he's funky. You never know if he's kidding or he's not kidding. He and has, yeah, he has great wit. You never know what's going to come out of his mouth, but it's usually funny. It's going to make. You but then giggle. sometimes it's like, okay, that's scary crap. I don't know. Is he t- <laughs> is he telling the truth? Does he really think that? And then you think about it for days and days, and it's oh, like, let me. God, <laughs> Teresa, don't no, think about anything. Hey, I say your favorite, your favorite thing about Teresa is that you scare the crap out of her. I'm kidding. Apparently, I'm you can get in her mind really easily. Really, you can't. And, but the most uh, surprising thing, people, I'm really sensitive. I didn't know if anybody knew that or not. Oh, that's one of the no. most. No, no one would have ever guessed that. Teresa, that's one of the most endearing things about you. Oh, it is. Because Julie's sensitive. I think because too. we're like-minded. <laughs> Scott, you're new. What's um, what would surprise audiences about you other than the fact that you don't tell people that you buy two iPads? <laughs> that was good, uh, Teresa. <laughs> Teresa dude, stick over there. Man. Teresa's doing Kathy Lee and Hoda all by herself. <laughs> they don't need two people on that show. And she's drinking. I don't know. I I don't know if I really. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a very surprising person. <laughs> Put me on the spot. I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, this is something you got to think about. I don't yeah, know. this is tough to... Okay, I have one then. Can I do mine? Go ahead. What kind of car do you all drive, and what do you wish you drove? I like this, so I'm going first. Um, I drive a Mazda CX-9, which I love, and I will drive to the wheels fall off, because I like it that much, but I wish I drove a four-door Maserati. I drive a Ford Expedition. Um... And I really wish it was either a Mercedes or a Volvo convertible. Oh, nice. I drive nothing but Ford or Lincoln Mercury products. I have a Mercury Sable. Um, It would probably be some kind of Lincoln, just keeping it in the family. I can't see me ever going to another company. And those other ones, unless I could get something really fussy and fancy, like a Lamborghini, but that's never going to happen. Oh, come on. Dream big, Kathy. Okay. A Lamborghini. Then. 
I drive a PT Cruiser convertible, and I wouldn't. I don't. I as long as I fit in it and it's comfortable and it gets me from point A to point B. Come on, I, play the game. He really would. Really, really. I, we have this. This is a running joke I have with Kevin where I tell him, "I think we should trade your car in and get you something else." And he literally like. <laughs> Absolutely not. Throws himself against the door. And <laughs> it's yeah. never, it's <laughs> never been a big deal to me. As far as the Lamborghini or Maserati, I wouldn't care. We had I just like a, the way it looks. Um, I, it could my be a car was car in the and shop and like I drove it. a Dodge Ram pickup truck for four days. And it was nice, but I couldn't wait to get my car back. I don't have car envy. I, there's nothing out there right now that I think I would trade my car in for. They called up the house and said, we see your car's in for some uh, work being done. Uh, are you interested in trading in your car, trading up? And they called a couple of times. It makes us think that somebody saw it mm. and wanted to buy it. We have a very, I have a very special limited edition mm. of the PT Cruiser convertible. I have the Dream Cruiser, and it's got all the little bells and whistles. It's a, a special color. It's got a special color convertible top. And I'm not exaggerating when I tell you people, when I'm getting out of the car in a parking lot or something, people come over to ask and look inside the car. It's got all leather interior and so stuff. So now take this and multiply it by 10 times, and this is what he told this poor girl on the phone when she asked if he wanted to sell his car. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. I love it. No, so, I don't want to sell my car. And I, I have a feeling that somebody in the dealership where it was being fixed saw this car. Mm. And, and wanted it's, it. It's got very low mileage on it. We happened to luck into it one day. On a CarMax parking lot, I think it was a repossession, and CarMax ended up with it. And Wasn't that right after Bob died? Yeah. It was. You bought that? Mm-hmm. And we had gone out to buy a Volkswagen convertible. However, just because that was when the gas prices were up like 4 and $5 a gallon. So we, have, uh, we also have a big Nissan Armada, which John loves. I'm answering your question. So we decided we were going to get something a little smaller that we could get gas mileage in. And the only reason we don't have a Volkswagen convertible is the gas pedal and the brake pedal are very, very close together. And John and I both have wide feet. And while we were on the park at CarMax that day, we sort of tripped over this car. And it, I, I make a joke that the little Dream Cruiser emblem on the back of the car was very, very expensive. If this had not been a Dream Cruiser, we probably wouldn't have grabbed it that day and regretted it. I have a Mazda 6. We're, we're a Mazda family, and I'll drive it till the wheels fall off or until Julie's car is paid off. Um, my dream car is it's going to be a, uh, an H1 Hummer, a real Hummer, mm. soft top, something really mean looking. Really? Yeah. I've always loved them, or I would go for something really fast. I've, no matter what, it's going to be a convertible. Yeah, I would go for like a Ferrari or something. These are dream cars. See, the only reason I don't get, you know, Get another car is because for the first time in my adult life, I don't have a car payment. Yeah, my car is paid nice. off. My car is paid off, and it's only got thirty five thousand miles on it. I just, I don't want a car payment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun. Sometimes I'll just go look through eBay and just type in Ferrari oh, yeah. or Hummer. No, it's so I much, do so it fun. all the time. Yeah. Like, oh, I can get a nineteen ninety five Ferrari for thirty thousand. Uh, okay, <laughs> all right, like a Volvo two thousand two from the sixties. <laughs> He's like, okay, I, th- I thought of something. <laughs> I did think of something. I loved the Volvo 2002, so I would like something like that. That's cool. But that that's there's nothing out today that would get me excited to trade in my car. Or I would take the Ferris Bueller Ferrari. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's that funny, when work. I park my car at a valley, I always tell them, don't Ferris Bueller my car. <laughs> <laughs> iPad hider. 
What oh, about you? Man. <laughs> That's your new Indian name. Yeah. Hider of iPads. I have a uh, 2008 Saturn View, which a lot of people hear Saturn View, and it's like, ooh. But it's, uh, it's a nice car. It's a V6. It's the same engine they put in the Cadillacs that year. And that model they took when they shut down Saturn, they took it and turned it into the Cadillac SRX, oh. which is my dream car. Like when I see a black Cadillac SRS X drive by, I want it. Really? And so my car looks a lot like it and handles a lot like it. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty happy with mine. Teresa? All right, I'm in a 99 Malibu with nasty green color. I can't stand it, but I'm going to drive it till it dies because I don't have a car payment. Mm-hmm. And there's really nothing wrong with it other than the fact that, you know, the cassette player no longer works. The cassette player <laughs> is the key word there. No. She means 8-track. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's got 8-track. But my dream car would either be a Mini Cooper, which I love. I also I like little it. smart cars. Don't drive a smart car. Go for the Mini. The Mini. Or I'd go back to the 60s and get me an original Beetle. Oh, yeah. I could see her in Those that. Those are good yeah, ideas. A little flower in the dashboard. Yeah. I mean, just something funky and little where I'm not transporting everybody. Sorry, Max. You can have the Malibu. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what he wanted to hear. <laughs> That's his dream car. Because I told him, I said, if I, if I get another car, you'll get the Malibu. Like, hey, Max, a car is a car So a what's car. your dream car? Well, you know what the answer to that is. We have a Nissan Armada. And when I look at new cars, what do I look at? Nissan Armadas. Or the Infinity version. Yeah, the Infinity version is nice. <laughs> What about what about you, Matt? Matt D. Matty D. <laughs> well, I do drive a Ford Focus 2004. Guess my dream car, probably a Prius. Really? Just a hybrid. Because I hate paying for gas. <laughs> I always say if if they came out with a really well, none of us like paying for gas, right, but yeah. if they came out with a an SUV electric car, I would buy it. Mm. That'd be something. Soon. I, I forgot to say uh, this was from Kevin Earhart. Amelia's Amelia's boy. <laughs> what do each member? This is from Sean Myers. What do each member of the podcast team consider to be their best and worst? I knew you were going to pick that qualities. Oh my lord! It's a Myers Briggs test. <laughs> <laughs> well, his name is Sean Myers, so maybe that is maybe he came That's up with a that. Deep question. I love these. I love questions. My like best this. would be I'm stubborn, and my worst would be I'm stubborn. <laughs> wow. Sometimes I agree with you on that one. I'm pretty know. hard-headed. Oh God, is he? <laughs> Pete's nodding <laughs> over there too. I would say I'm pretty easygoing. I'm very easygoing, yeah. And sometimes maybe that's my best, and maybe my worst. I don't know. It's I, like saying my worst quality is I'm too nice. Come on, mm-hmm. dig. My worst quality is I hate questions like this, and it's really none of your freaking business. Exactly. <laughs> um, there, that, that's it. I think my worst quality would be that I can get really worked up kind of easily sometimes, and instead of like getting angry or or whatever it is that is going on, I cry when it's not necessarily the reason that the thing that I should be doing, like I should be mad or like spitting fire, and I cry. Oh boy, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> she's, she's crying right now thinking about it just thinking about it uh, that's my um, worst quality i think my best quality is that i don't have a really bad temper like most of my family you don't have a temper not a really bad temper 
No, like, I mean, like, <laughs> it was qualifiers. No, like most, like my brothers, my dad, you know, an aunt. It, it's it's bad. <laughs> That's all I'm Can say. I do John's? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. What is it? John is the most easy. His best quality is John is the most easygoing person I've ever met in my entire life. Level, easygoing, hard to fluster. Mm-hmm. His worst quality is John doesn't know how to say no to people. Don't tell Teresa that. <laughs> Except Teresa. Yeah, I'm pretty good telling Teresa no. I think my worst quality is when I do get mad or upset about something, I freak out. Yeah. For like four seconds. He it melts. scares the crap out it's, of the dogs. Well, it scares the crap out of everybody. <laughs> Not me. The dog, it just doesn't anymore. But the dogs, the dogs disappear up the back of my shorts. <laughs> It's like I have all these little legs sticking out the back of my shorts. Wow. Visual. Visual. Because when he does explode, he explodes and usually hits his desk, which rattles everything in the house, but is the most easygoing person I've ever met. We live together. We work together. We're together pretty much 24-7. Us too. There's nobody I've ever met in my life where I could do that. Nobody else. Mm. I think, Corey, I think your best quality is your work ethic. Cool. I've never seen somebody work as hard as this man. I'm working right now. Wait up. Hold on. Let me finish this email. I'm kidding. You're not working. You're shopping. <laughs> Scott, what about you? I guess my worst quality is that I hide iPads from Yes. <laughs> it is. Now, I think probably my worst is that I'm, I'm a pretty shy person. I've always been very introverted. I don't like to talk, which uh, that doesn't really it's work great here. great for a podcast. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh but I think my best quality is that I'm a pretty quick learner. I'm pretty good at a lot of different things, like playing guitar and drums. I just was able to do it. Like, I, I never took lessons. I just well, pick stuff up like that. And it's funny, Scott. It. If I'm not able to learn something pretty quick, I don't want to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that might be one of my worst qualities, too, is if I can't be the best at something, I don't want to do it. Like I get very discouraged when I see people play drums better than me because I'm like, see, I probably couldn't do that. I might as well just not play. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, so. See, for me, I think um, my best quality is my passion. I think I'm uh, I'm incredibly passionate, and I'm really good at turning that into something. Not just dreaming about something. I'm really good at putting it into into motion and doing something with it. And um, I, I, as I found as I've gotten older, I thought, oh, I thought everyone did that. And as I've gotten older, I realize a lot of people can't. Um, so that's something I, I really come to appreciate about myself. My worst quality, hands down, is my temper. That's, and I've gotten so good the last year, I think, um, with getting that under control, not being so explosive. Um, that's the part about, of myself that I hate. I really do. I have this explosive temper, and then after I explode, I hate myself for it. Um, so really trying to to work on that, I, that's been like the biggest thing I've worked on the last year. But um, I would say that would have to be my worst quality, personally. So, T? Oh, I thought I already went. Didn't I go? My best quality is my happy and cheerful disposition. Most of the time. Max? What about her happy and cheerful disposition? <laughs> it's at home, too. It's 
Mr. Gloomy over there that won't come out of his room when I'm all happy and singing. And, and why my, are you crying? I don't know. I just I'm emotional. That you know. Menopause party of one. <laughs> really? really? Her tear ducts are connected to her kidneys. They are. It's all disconnected. <laughs> I get all, you know. I don't know. My worst quality is probably, like you said, it's like a cheerful and sunny disposition. sunny disposition. <laughs> I don't know. I get ticked off easy. How many of us are procrastinators? I was just about Ooh, to say, yeah. I'm surprised Corey did not say that about himself because he is the biggest procrastinator ever. Yeah. And he admits to it. Oh, yeah. My line is, my line is I was going to minor in procrastination, because every but I kept time putting it off. He puts something off, puts something off, puts something off, and then it's time to do it. And he's like, oh, oh, you know, he gets all stressed out. And I'm like, what's your own fault? But, you know, sometimes if I procrastinate long enough, I work well at that last minute. I think that's my issue, To get too. something done. You know, like if I need something done and I, I know it's I've got a deadline the last minute I'll pull it out and yeah, do it see. right. I won't procrastinate to the point where I can't get it done. I always know my, my limit. Yeah. He knows his procrastination limit. I do. <laughs> but there's so many distractions in the world to, you know, I mean, you start one thing and... I don't think I'm a procrastinator. I just think there's too much going on. Mm-hmm. You're definitely not a procrastinator. I am. John's... John, John's organized. John yeah, really does I, organize I himself and he manages himself really well. He always has. Right. He does. I agree. <laughs> How about you, Max? <laughs> Thanks, Teresa. Yeah, really. Talk to us, Max. His worst quality is how to ride a bike. His <laughs> worst quality is wearing girl pants. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Max. I'm shy. That's probably my worst, but I don't know my best. Aww. What? Aww. She's going to cry again. She's going to cry again. <laughs> So easy. That's your best quality, Max. You can make mom cry at a drop of a hat. Oh, that's no big deal. He's a good cook. Oh. That's something surprising nobody knows about, going back to the other one, too. He cooks all the time. uh, I think Max is very dependable. We can depend on Max for stuff. We can. I I think I would say, uh, knowing you, um, that you have a a quality that I see uh, in your uncle and Walter. Um, You have a huge heart. Very caring, um, very caring, very gentle, um, and that was something with Walter that uh, it took me a while to really kind of wrap my head around because it was very hard for me to accept that that was real, that he really was that gentle and that sensitive, because Walter kind of puts out a different a different air sometimes, um, but uh, I mean it's, it really is a trait in that family. There, that's a it's a it's a wonderful trait that runs through that family, and I Some definitely see that in you. Does Kelvin have that? Mm, not the same. It's different. Oh Jesus, she is absolutely hysterical. I just like <laughs> back to her. Really? Don't make me talk. Please don't make me talk. <laughs> she is absolutely hysterical over there. Need some air. <laughs> I can't wait to do the ABD trip with Teresa. We're gonna have a blast. Oh God. Bring tissues. Bring a gun. <laughs> Leave her on the side of the floor. Oh. We kept warning the guide about you. The I five. Oh, please. We, we've just been. We're gonna leave her on the side of the I five. Just, just kind of in a joking way. Oh, At Compton. Nothing, nothing, anything specific, but saying, "Wait till you see Teresa. Wait till Teresa's on the crew on the on the." <laughs> is she bad? Good. Is she bad? Is she bad? Right. Really? Who won't even want to talk to me? And then you have the, quite a reputation already. Cool. Interesting. And then at the end of the trip, we were talking to him again. We said, you know, you got another group coming up. They're a really good group because, yeah, I know, except for Teresa. Oh, that's so mean. <laughs> I'm so nice. I just 
and hormonal. sunny, sunny, happy, good times. Who is it hot in here? <laughs> okay, <laughs> goodness. <laughs> All right, what else? what else? I have one. This is from Christine Kempf. It says, I know that each of you are busy doing the show and working on the travel business, but what do you like to do in your free time? Do you enjoy reading? Have any good book suggestions? This is Disney Chick 21 on the boards. Anybody have? I like to read. Yeah, I do too. The best books I've read in years are the uh, cathedral books by Ken Follett, uh, Pillars of the Earth and World Without End. I, I absolutely fell in love with those books and those characters. I kind of mourned when they were over. James Patterson is a favorite of mine, but since I got the iPad, I started a new routine every night when when I go to bed, I, I read for a while. I hadn't done that for the longest time, and I really enjoy that. And and with having the iPad and you read about, we, we had this discussion on the disc, that um, you see a book, you see somebody talk about it on TV, and immediately I can go get that book. Right. And I've read some really interesting Disney stories, life stories lately. It's really been fun. But I also like to go to the beach when I have free time. I don't seem we don't seem to have free time anymore. No, not too much. But we really don't. For me, my my hobby is are my uh, my toys, my computers, my video games. My I, I love that stuff. I love it, and that's if I want to relax and just enjoy myself. I just bought a Mac Pro. I have had a blast with that thing, like souping it up, and you know. I, I just I love that stuff. I love my love my gadgets and my toys. And See, I like going to to the parks too, even though that's our. I job. do. I there, do. There's a fine line between working and play with us. You know, we were just at Epcot. That was fun, but exactly. you know, we, a we lot come of back we and do. talk about it. So it's there's but, a fine line between work and play. I enjoy just you know laying on the couch with my iPad, but I may drift off into working on it, and do I, I don't your, even know it. Is your like guideline mine is is like if I leave my big camera home, it's a pleasure trip to the parks. I've kind of swapped out my lenses. That I if I'll take my my okay lens if it's just a play day. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what. That no, is. I I know exactly what you're saying. I've started doing that. There are certain times when I go to the parks, I'm like I'm not carrying anything. Mm-hmm. I'm not carrying a camera. I don't. I just want to be able to walk through the parks without having yeah. all this crap with me. Right. Um. So that's how I differentiate. I'm going for myself or I'm going to work. So I try to do that, but I always think I'm going to miss something with the kids. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm not going to take photos of anything at the park. I'm just going to concentrate on the kids today. It's tough to do. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> yeah, but you can take photos with your phone too. You don't always have to have the. I know, but, but everything I, I almost feel like a... I'm, I almost feel like I'm cheating them if I'm. If I'm saving the good camera for work-related stuff, but or we're not- cheating the grandparents, because <laughs> I want to make sure I have good photos yeah. of them too. Well, you can take outside of work that ha- has nothing to do with work. Is I love eating. I love sushi. I love Ooh. oysters. I love going out to eat. I was about to say I. This is really sad. I don't have hobbies anymore. <laughs> Oh, you'll get them back. Yeah. Give it a couple of years. It's tough to do with two little kids. Your kids are your hobby. hobbies. Yeah, they I are mean, your like, hobbies. Well, honestly, like they need sandals right now. Like, and I can't wait to go. Like, I can't wait to go and buy them sandals and and like some more new summer clothes and stuff like that. Which Finley doesn't need any because she got so much for her birthday. But little Ferris does. But oh, I, the, I neglect myself. Go know? to the like, children's I look place, in my closet, Julie. And most of my clothes are from before I was pregnant with Ferris. Wow. 
I mean, you that know, happens. <laughs> most, of my, most of my clothes are from before you were pregnant with Taylor Swift. <laughs> I think old movies. I like to sit and, and watch classic. I just like watching, well, watching old movies. VR. Watching movies in general. That's a, yeah, yeah. That is something I enjoy. I like catching up on my DVR. Yeah, I was just gonna say. You might think this is an unpopular thing to say, but I like to watch TV. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I do too. And we got the and Apple, it's relaxing. We got the Apple TV. I love it. That is the best ninety nine dollars. That in a Netflix account is the best ninety nine dollars we've ever spent. Do you have like a subscription with that, or is it you the just Netflix buy the box? Is the Netflix is seven ninety nine a month or five ninety nine a month just for downloads, right? Mm-hmm. So you pay five ninety nine a month and you have access to the entire Netflix library. Okay. But you can also purchase it through your uh, iTunes account. Netflix doesn't get the movies until 28 days after they're released on okay. video. So if you want something that's a new release... But iTunes gets them immediately. Right. Okay. If you want something that's a new release, you have to pay to rent it like you would at a video store. And if you're but looking for one of the brand new movies out in the video store, you have to rent that through Netflix also. Okay. Older movies you can find. So if you wait a month or whatever, yeah. then you can see whatever movie you want yeah. on Netflix. And if you have Netflix, you can go back. Well, not, so much not all it. movies. Oh, well, right. okay. It depends on what studios they have right. uh, an arrangement with. And I, you know, I find that Netflix has older stuff for the most part. I mean, they have some new stuff in terms of downloads. Okay. They have some new stuff. They, you know, they're more reliable with older stuff. A lot of times I end up finding that I go to Amazon.com. We do that also. And because they'll have things that, that Netflix won't. I, I do the same thing with iTunes. Do you know what I love about this? There's no more waiting for a copy at the video store. Right. Yeah. And there's nothing to return. I don't have late fees anymore. I think that's great. I just finished reading the new Ken Follett book, Fall of Giants, which is the first part of a three-part trilogy, and it takes place around World War II, and a lot of it takes place in England. I'm not sorry, not World War II, World War I. And I had heard about a PBS series called Daunton Abbey, and it's a five-part or a seven-hour miniseries, and we just got it and watched it. It's available on Netflix. You can watch it on that. I thought it was spectacularly hmm. done. And it's funny because it happens at the exact same time as the book I just oh, read, but they're cool. not connected yeah. in any way. But the characters, a lot of the, the historical characters are very similar. So I'm, we're having a really good time with the Apple TV. And now, okay, now what does Apple TV do that Netflix well, Apple TV allows you to play the Netflix on oh, your TV. Okay. You can watch YouTube, and it's wireless, so it's it goes through your internet. Okay. Do you ever down? Do you ever buy movies for your iPad, mm-hmm. or you can watch your movies from your iPad or your iTunes account on your television? Display photos yeah, okay. on your TV from your phone. John's oh, been cool. having a good time going through and playing with YouTube, uh, and watching YouTube videos on our YouTube. television now. I would never watch YouTube on my computer. Because I'm working up my. So computer. you're like, yeah. What do you? What kind of videos are you looking well, at? Well, we John? just went through and we watched um, John Panette, some of his oh, comedy routines, yeah. really funny. Um, he is funny. Eddie Izzard. John has found an Eddie Izzard YouTube clip about the cafeteria on the Death Star. <laughs> he does. This. I think I can repeat it verbatim. <laughs> I sit there and I howl. He talks He's, about there must be a cafeteria on the Death Star, but someone did it in Legos. So to his doing of the routine in his live show, the Legos are acting it out. Go to YouTube and... and John has watched this. Search I'm going to guess 40 times now. And every time, laughs just as hard as he did the first time. <laughs> and it's about Darth Vader going to the cafeteria on the Death Star. 
Exactly. Well, I'm sorry. I like Charlie bit my finger. I could watch that viewed, over and over and over and over. The most viewed video on YouTube. Oh, really? You haven't seen Charlie mm, bit my yeah. finger? <gasps> no, the, the, the YouTube video that made me laugh the hardest was when Hitler found out that Journey to Imagination was, uh, the figment was no longer a Journey yeah. to Imagination. Or when he found out about the dining plan. Hitler in the dining plan. (laughs) So, I mean, again, I would not sit at my computer and do it, but being able to see it on the big screen TV, it makes it more accessible for me. Just thinking about that cracks me up. It's not suitable for work, and it's not suitable for younger people, by the way. And if you want to go see the other one, just search under Eddie Izzard and Darth Vader. I'm writing this all down. I have, I have a question that I think is pretty good. Um, Go ahead. It comes from Krista Grant. If you could put some new scenes into the great movie ride from new movies, what would they be? I don't have an answer offhand. Caligula. Oh, <laughs> I mean, come on. There's How much is not in there from... He says, Ava- new, but new movies. Right. Avatar, Avatar. Twilight. They're you the know, hangover. That's a huge series right now. I mean, there's... <laughs> the hangover. <laughs> But this has become. A I huge think it should be when the naked Asian man jumps out of the trunk. <laughs> I mean, this is a phenomenon now. You know, the thing. Well, you know, I think so I, I think now that it's not MGM anymore. Um, I think, uh, you know, I think Disney should do it from their own library. Yeah. Whether mm-hmm. it's Pixar or you know Disney or Touchstone or, I mean, they've got enough history oh, now. Miramax is that theirs too? Miramax is yeah. Um, uh, you know, they have enough history Oh yeah, going back 70, 75 years, whatever it is, that they don't need another studio's properties. But whatever you put in, there's going to be just as more people telling you what you left out. What you left mm-hmm. out. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. But I think, you know, some of it. That's it. I mean, it's it's you know just I'm sorry, but great movie ride is dated. It needs to be redone. Oh, Alien mm-hmm. out for sure. Alien has to. They come can out. leave um, the Wizard of Oz. I think. That's, I think that's classic. I think that's a fun room. Well, I now think they're re- the only good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, now they're rebooting Alien, so maybe it become relevant again. They're supposedly Those making movies the prequel. Were horrible when they came out. Oh, love the Alien. Oh my god! But that's kind of like that's kind of Weaver. That's kind of like buying a piece of clothing and then holding it onto it for 25 years until it comes back in style again. Okay, well, that's what Universal does. I mean, come on. Jaws isn't real relevant anymore. Well, I mean, and this is the, this is the curse of the, the, the film-based theme park. Right. That, you know, you, you, when you put them in, they're hot. When you put them in, it makes sense. Don't, you, does Universal still have the Waterworld exhibit? Out in, out in California. And that actually is that's, it's a show. And it's extremely popular. How many people do you think go in and have ever heard of Waterworld anymore? Yeah, but they go for the, the show itself, the, show right? itself. the pyrotechnics and stuff. Um, but again, if you don't have something that's timeless, if you don't have a Wizard of Oz or a Star Wars, mm-hmm. it's always going to get stale. But even when you do have something timeless like E.T., you know, the E.T. ride at, at Universal, it, it's just... I mean, but that was old when it was new, riding a bike. But still, that's, you know, the whole property is, is, you know, it's just, it's old. It's old. I mean, Drew Barrymore was like, what, six? Yeah. And sober. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think she might have she been. Might have been <laughs> a little bit. I think she might be sober now and wasn't then. Yeah, <laughs> really. So, all right. Well, that will do it for our Facebook to Facebook segment for this month. We hope uh, you enjoyed it. 
and uh, I always love doing those. I, I have a have a good time with the Facebook. Mm-hmm. To Facebook, it's different. It's something kind of off the beaten path. So, and that will do it for us for this week, folks. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another episode of the Diz Unplug Roundtable. Thanks for listening, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes. <laughs> <laughs>